Hello, and welcome to the Binging with Brent podcast. I am your host, Brent Batchelor, a senior at South Whitby High School. Today, we will discuss the nature of my blog, how it went, and some key lessons I developed along the way. Let's jump into it. Before we get ahead of ourselves, I would like to take a minute to thank our sponsor for today's podcast and the majority of my blog, Mom. Mom has provided a beautiful kitchen for me to work in, along with plenty of utensils and cookware needed to cook my dishes. Thank you, Mom. I hope that we can continue the sponsorship in the future. All right, let's get started. I would first like to take a minute and talk about my history with cooking and how my early life kind of changed my perspective on how people cooked. As a kid, I always thought that women did the majority of cooking, and men only did it on certain occasions. Um, and this was always kind of reinforced with, you know, the film and media, um, as women tend to kind of show their cooking skills in, you know, movies and shows. Um, this was also backed up by my grandmother uh, doing the majority of cooking when we went over on Sunday dinners. Um, this changed, however, when she got diagnosed with lung cancer. I learned a lot of very, very valuable lessons from my grandmother, from always being or trying to be as kind as you possibly can be to others and, you know, respecting the environment. But I think the one that always kind of stuck with me was the fact that there's no such thing as a man's job and a woman's job. It's strictly what you like doing or what you need to do. Um, and this was kind of shown um, in the late, in the last couple months before her passing. Um, I learned that despite her cooking a lot during Sunday dinners, it was actually my grandfather uh, who kind of took the leadership role in the kitchen. Um, he was, you know, the one always making the recipes, getting the ingredients, and my grandma was just kind of putting them together. Um, because she didn't really know how to cook. And I always thought that was just hilarious, um, you know, after her passing, that, you know, she she wanted to kind of represent, like, the normal grandma um, to her kids. After her passing, um, I kind of wanted to get into that, you know, role of cooking that my grandpa did. And so he kind of took me along the ropes and, you know, showed me how to prepare food, how to prepare vegetables and, you know, make some pretty tasty dishes. Um, my uncle was also a huge help as he did. He always did the turkey um, on Thanksgiving. And so throughout the early years of my life, I kind of started developing some pretty good skills in the kitchen uh, leading up to my blog. Um, when the opportunity arose for us to create a blog around one of our hobbies or something we want to kind of work on, cooking came straight into my head. I continually watch uh, a show called Binging with Babish on YouTube. Um, Binging with Babish takes famous dishes from TV shows and pop culture and brings them to life and creates them in his home. 
um, I've always been super enticed by his humor and level of just perfection when it comes to cooking. Um, and even when he messed up, he always was able to recuperate and regain himself so well. And I really wanted him to kind of be the baseline for my blog. I thought that if I kind of had that base level and took, you know, his recipes straight from his show, that I could create something very similar or at least start developing some of the skills that he developed along the way. Okay, so now that we've kind of gone through the setup and the reasoning behind my blog, I would like to start kind of easing my way into describing my blog and some of the experiences I learned. So, first off, picking what recipes I did was probably one of the most challenging parts of this. Uh, it was the most time-consuming, definitely. Um, I probably went through... Oh, I don't know, like 80, 80, 80 something videos of his just trying to figure out which dish I thought I could create or which dish was, dish was most enticing to me. And I ended up finding uh, three that I did during the uh, longevity of my blog that um, actually turned out quite delicious. So I chose a pasta dish, which was, which was called Pasta Aileo Oleo from the movie Chef, and it was just this lemony, garlicky, par parsley, just this delicious pasta dish that I didn't think could be an entire meal that was, and I, I loved his video on it, it was one of his firsts, and it was just, it was the perfect video I thought to kind of start me off. Um, I then went on to a dish called Brasciol which is an Italian stuffed filet that sits in this tomato sauce and just brines. And it was so incredibly delicious. And the reason I chose it was I really wanted to do something that was a little bit too advanced for me, which it definitely was. Don't get me wrong. It, it was probably one of the most challenging things I made. Um, there was definitely... A couple times where I just didn't want to do it anymore, but I continued, and it was just this f fun kind of endeavor that I went through. And the last dish I picked, which is my all-time favorite episode that he did, was the chocolate oasis pie from the movie Waitress. Um, and it is just this velvety, delicious chocolate pie with an Oreo crust. And strawberries on top and it was just absolutely incredible um, and I kind of picked these to show my advancements throughout the blog um, and I feel like I performed that quite well so going into the experiences that I had um, I learned I learned two big things two main things throughout this blog Number one, cooking is extremely stressful, okay? Like, like I, like you, you don't really picture it when you think of cooking, unless you're, like, timed. But even when you're not timed, like, 
at least for me, the amount of stress that built up because I wanted to actually do good for my family and for my blog, there was just so much stuff running through my head all at once. And it was just like, sometimes it was like, holy crap, I need to like slow the heck down. Um, and then the, the second, you know, big lesson I learned was that cooking isn't easy at all. Okay. Like there's, there's, there's easy types of cooking. There's easy ways of cooking, but the whole idea of company of cooking and the like embodiment of cooking is just extremely difficult if you want to do well. And there, there's a lot of people that, you know, shouldn't cook. And I'm probably one of them, to be completely honest. Um, I mean, I'm I'm gonna continue, of course, but yeah, you know, there's some points where it's like, yo, you need to like not. <laughs> um. So the big thing, the, the 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 biggest things I had to overcome were was the fact that it's very stressful and it's super hard. And so these were kind of some these were some experiences that I had with that. So. With brush y'all, the hardest part was, you know, keeping them stuffed and closed so they didn't explode. Um, because they're literally just sitting and boiling soup basically for four hours. And you have to check it every hour. And so first hour I checked, totally fine. Super happy. I was like, dang, this smells freaking incredible. Second hour, I was like, okay, that one's starting to open. I'm gonna tie it a little tighter with some butcher string. So Tied it a little bit tighter, kind of adjusted it back so it would stay put. And then the third hour came, and it totally exploded in the pot. And um, let's say that I was I was very very stressed out at that point, to say the least. Um, and so the big thing I kind of developed along the way was trying to like make yourself laugh. And an environment where it's super stressful and kind of anxiety ridden. And so the thing that always kind of brought my humor up and kind of brought me down to a ground level um, was actually speaking in the Stitch voice from Lilo and Stitch. And I know that sounds kind of weird and crazy, but it was like just it, it just like being able to yell at myself as Stitch just made it so freaking hilarious to me that I completely forgot about the, you know, problems I was facing and just focused on the fact that I was making myself laugh. And I feel like that's something that we can tie into life. Like if you're stressed out to the point where it's hurting you or it's you're stressed at the point to the point where it's not going to do any good, then you need to find a way to get past that. Like, I know that it's hard for a lot of people. It's hard for me, but finding that kind of mid like the midway or at least a gateway into feeling better is just trying to make yourself laugh and i feel like that's a very very new school way of thinking about it um a lot of comedians talk about it they a lot of comedians talk about how they're always sad they're always depressed but comedy kind of comes through at that point and makes it the most genuine and I feel like that can relate to a lot of things in life, including something as simple as as cooking. Um, and and relating to that, you know, trying to calm yourself down. 
another technique I found myself doing was just shutting off the heat and walking outside. Just, like, even when it was pitch black out, I would just go take a minute, stare at a freaking pine cone or something, you know, just try and take my my mind from just scrambling, right? Take my mind from just starting racing in all these different directions and just focusing on a pine cone. And then my mind just kind of started to only think about that. And I kind of distracted myself out of stress. Um, and you know, this, these aren't always going to work. Um, these couldn't, these could work for some people, can't for others, but that's what kind of worked for me. Um, and I just kind of want to express that, um, because I feel like it's kind of an important thing to try and find stuff to distract uh, yourself and, you know, kind of, kind of get you in that mindset of like, yo, I need to calm down a little bit. Let's try and figure something out, you know? Um, so that was kind of my blog um, and kind of my experiences throughout it. And I felt like it was a pretty, it was a pretty successful blog. I feel, um, my family really enjoyed it. I'm still cooking for them, um, every week trying to, you know, take a little stress off my mom. Um, but I feel like, I feel like the biggest kind of success is going to come is going to come in the future, you know, like learning it now is going to make it way easier in the future. I'm going off to college. Um, I'm going to Columbia Basin and there we don't have, we don't have a, we don't have a food court. So we have to cook and prepare our own meals at home and being able to learn through my blog, through binging with Babish kind of puts me in that step up. Um, cause I have a friend that's going there who literally makes tacos four days a week and then a batch of cookies on Friday is kind of his food. And I'm like, yo, I'm not going to be able to go through that, man. I need some variety. And so I feel like going to the future, this is going to really help me. And even, you know, farther than college, when I get a house, when I get a family, like being able to kind of bring that level of, you know, care for something and being able to, you know, give it to other people is just such an incredible feat that a lot of people need to start, you know, realizing is a good thing. And so I feel like I'm, I'm pretty set when it comes to the future, at least for cooking, that at least, you know, I'm going to try my best and hopefully people like it. And if they don't, I'm going to try and improve on it. And that's the whole point of, you know, doing stuff is to improve and to make other people, or at least for me, is to improve and make myself and others happy. Um, all in all, <laughs> um, I thought it was a, you know, it was a fun experience, you know, it was, a, it was, it was a very, it was a very fun experience. And I feel like it kind of helped that, you know, COVID was, is a thing that the pandemic is real and that, we have to kind of stay inside because it kind of gave, it, it, it really helped me learn what my family is kind of feeling throughout all this and just trying to get their spirits up. And it also really helped me, um, especially after my elbow surgery, I was kind of fell into this slump of not wanting to do anything. And this really kind of brought me out of that darkness and showed me the light 
and it was something as simple as cooking. And um, I hope that my blog has kind of at least helped some people in respects of like trying to continue something as simple as cooking or continue something like what you were doing through your blog and really try and, you know, distract yourself from the real world because sometimes that's needed. Um, I learned a lot of life lessons along the way. Um, and I feel, and I at least hope that I can keep a few of those, maybe even just one, you know, as long as you can keep one lesson you learn, I feel like that's a success. And so, um, I hope that everybody who read the blog enjoyed it. And I hope that listening to the podcast has helped you or at least helped, uh, helped you kind of, you know, gain some confidence in cooking or in something that you're trying to do. Or at least just entertained you. I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? Is to be entertaining, to be, to be fun, you know. And so, uh, I hope it was. Have a great night. Thank you.